Take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Acting Inspired with me, Lewis Goody. Today I am acting inspired because I don't know what I want to talk about. I haven't, um, maybe it's because I've been doing this the last few weeks, I've been having to do this at like very early on a Wednesday morning and I have today free, this is Monday maybe this is too soon to be doing it maybe I should be doing it on Tuesday or maybe I need the pressure of the Wednesday morning thing to to inspire me to uh, to get my shit together no, it's good, we'll, we'll work something out I'm just going to find my feet Um, I guess there's there's stuff to talk about I... It's it's interesting to um so me and Kai are, are working on this, this thing together and that's going really well and or whether whether or not it's going really well commercially or whatever, like um is that the right word? Commercial like you know, behind the scene whatever. For me it feels like it's going really well. We're sitting down together regularly and getting on writing our stuff and um We've got a really good thing going with the the comedy group that we worked with the first time we did the Soho thing, the Soho Theatre, uh, Young Company Vibe, Stand Up Lab, Thang, uh, and a group of guys who guys and gals who have uh, who were involved in that. We've all got together and we get together every week. And uh, a couple of weeks, the the writing part of it hasn't worked out so well. And we've been getting blind uh, drunk and uh, chilling to the max and having a, a jolly old time. But um, but yeah, in the last, you know, on the odd occasion, we do a good bit of work. And when I say a good bit of work, I mean a good bit of work. Like everyone's got these great ideas, and that that is okay. Found something, you know. It's good to surround yourself with inspiring people people who are having ideas, people who are, um, you know, write actively writing things down and, and trying to come up with material. I guess that's the, the beauty of having met these comedians and that, because um, they're all constantly thinking of how to turn their thoughts into something amusing for the sake of, well, fuck, I don't know, entertainment, I guess. Is it for that sake? I don't know. Anyway, um, so I guess the good, so one sort of good thing about us, this sort of happened since starting that comedy course and Kai doing some stuff before that as well with different sketch groups and improv groups. Um, it's it's led us to this place of uh, really working on stuff together and using our own imagination, you know, not just... Wait, and I'm not saying this is what everyone does, but not just waiting for those for for whatever script to come in and hope that it's something you really feel passionate about. Um, rather than doing that, just getting on and doing and writing those parts and writing those stories and writing those, you know, whatever the reason may be, whether you 
with it. It's because you you don't feel like you are represented or your your kind of type is represented in some way. Or even that sounds weird. Your type. I mean, does anyone have a type? Really? I don't know. I don't think so. We jump from box to box. Um, but yeah, it's been really good to be surrounded by people like that, and you know, have a little glass of wine and a and a yarn while you're at it. But um, yeah, it's 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 scary though, and and I personally, Kai's doing really well. She's doing, uh, she's been like sorting herself out with some gigs and stuff with the stand up stuff, and I haven't, and. I don't know what it is, uh, so maybe I need to... Yeah, that's a good idea. I need to address this this fear. You know, what is it that is stopping me? Because I've had opportunities that to to potentially... Like, I mean, I mean you, that's the beauty of comedy and stand-up and, you know, open mic. You can go and just do it. Anyone can, you know? Um. So, and it, it, that's a real blessing you know with uh in ter- in comparison to acting where that's not so easy to you know the most opportunities you get to practice or like try out you know practice your craft in front of someone is a fucking audition room which ain't the you know most uh fun environment well noise an open mic i guess it's not does not feel fun when you're doing it when you're performing your own stuff but like yeah we don't get the opportunity to do that as much and you know this this opportunity is right here to put, or maybe I'm wrong maybe there's a whole scene that I don't know about because I I know that I'm I am aware of there being certain like scratch nights and uh you know improv stuff maybe but like you know you ain't going to get up at an open mic and start doing shakespeare or whatever well maybe you are I don't know you could could if you wanted to it might not go down very well but you can do it um so maybe there are more sort of straight edge nights like that um but i don't know um but yeah i i've i've now after hearing this so many times like the longer you leave it before getting back up on stage or whatever the the more difficult it becomes is 100 percent true and i don't know i guess i'm scared i'm having this age thing again this these these thoughts about being too old which is ridiculous because it's i mean it's ridiculous because you, you there's no law about this shit anywhere it's just i guess what we as a people find more appealing is finding someone who is you know brand new or something i i don't i don't know what it, it you i mean people have done it i guess but for some reason it's we always say it's harder to to start something later on in life but why is that cuz Surely when you start that thing when you're 20, if you started that, whatever that thing is, say comedy, when you're 20 years old or even less, like 17 years old, you know nothing about it at that point. So why just starting it at 30? Why is starting it at 30 any different? Not that I'm 30, I'm 28, by the way. Um, But, you know, by the time I get on stage again, I might be fucking 30. Why does that make a difference? Because you know, maybe even you know more. You might have observed more and seen more. So you might be more experienced in the, you know, what's going on in the in the world of of this this uh, of comedy or whatever it is you're you're doing. 
Um, yeah, I, it really, and maybe it's a, no, but we do say it, it's like, I don't know, I hear on podcasts and stuff that I listen to with comedians, they all say, you know, I, I wish I'd started younger or like, um, you know, it just seems odd for like a, a 30 year old to come out and start, to start their career in something. And we all judge that for some reason. Um, anyway, that, that has been something that's playing on my mind and I keep having these thoughts with everything. Any Anything sort of performance-based that I'm thinking, because I, I wonder, I don't have any idea, but I wonder if you applied that to something else, it wouldn't, if you decided to go back to school to learn, fuck, I don't know, uh, some fucking science shit, I do need to go back to school. Um, you know, if you if you just, I mean, maybe you couldn't be a doctor starting at thirty. I don't know. Is that is that happened? Because the training period is so long. Maybe, but with stuff like comedy and with acting, the training period is whatever you fucking want it to be, really, or until someone finds you interesting, or finds you attractive, or you know, I don't really know what I'm talking about. Um, but I'm scared. I'm having this uh, one guy I worked with a few years ago, three years ago. He was like my age now when I knew him then. Whatever. He was like 29 or something um, three years ago. And he was into this uh, this idea of the Saturn Returns, which is something that has been playing on my mind ever since he told me about it. And it's like uh, as you reach 30, thereabouts, like 27 to 30 years old, Saturn returns to the point it was at in the universe when you were born and it fucks with you it's like or it's like the idea that you know that is the the first chapter of your life done and it only happens like three times in your lifetime obviously it's like once every 30 odd years uh so and and it's supposed to it's supposed to be where you ha start having these like thoughts of oh shit man what have I done with my life and where's it going and what am I doing and how am I gonna succeed and how am I gonna move on and how am I gonna am I doing well enough and you start questioning everything and I, f I fucking really feel like that is happening to me and I'm looking up Saturn and shit and all that stuff I'm swearing a lot today which means I don't know what I'm talking about um or so I've heard but yeah uh, and. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sketching about age, man. Does anyone else feel like that? Because, I mean, it comes back to that whole comparing thing. And I've, I'm sure I've spouted shit about this before. But it's like seeing, man, social media is the devil, but also the, the you know, very helpful for, for pretty much everything these days. But if you look at it in like a casual kind of a way, it's dangerous, man. <laughs> It is dangerous because I'm seeing all my peers and people I know, even people who have nothing to do with this side of life or like, you know, performance, acting, all that kind of stuff. Even people that I, I that happen to catch one day on Facebook who are doing something completely different or people just traveling the world or like any other, any, anyone. I'm just like, oh, shit, they look like they really got it sorted out. And that gets in your head. Anyway, I've spoke about that before, so that's boring. But, like, yeah, I'm feeling this age thing. And uh, and I'm scared, man. And it's weird. I, I keep having these, these bouts of, like, okay, I'm scared, but it doesn't matter. If it really doesn't matter, 
which I always say it doesn't, then just do it. Um, and then I feel like that for a bit and I write some stuff or I, um, you know, I feel like everything's good and it puts me in a more positive place. And, and then I, and then it, the thought starts to creep back in and I'm like, oh, but maybe not. Cause what, and then I guess it all comes down to judgment or, or, or expected judgment, which may not even be a thing. I mean, I'm sure people are always judging people, but like, you know, it's probably not half as much as I certainly imagine. Um, so yeah, I, it's, uh, uh, I don't know. It's a tough one, but this, this podcast is like the only thing that I stuck with. And I don't know what the excuse is for that. I guess maybe because podcasting is quite young in itself anyway. Although some people have been doing it for fucking years. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's because it's safe behind in my little baking hot room that I'm doing this in. It's fucking warm in here. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. So I'm scared. I'm a scared little boy. Um, but... You know, and and so it, as as time goes by, and it's all very well having these all, all these ideas. You know, I've been talking about my, the music stuff that I was into, and and um, that I am into, and may want to incorporate into the work that I'm doing. But then I think, no, everyone's gonna think I'm a dick, or you know. And it's I I what can I do? I'm I'm asking for help here because maybe someone can help me out, and um. It might help anyone else out who feels this way. So please, if you have an answer for this or if you have some advice for this kind of situation, do let me know so I can so I can get help and uh, and try and help anyone else who feels like this. But like the, 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 getting over this this fear of what people think, because I really struggle. I really, really struggle with it on on all levels, um, which is odd being an actor, I guess. And, and until it's too late, like I. You know, if I get myself somehow into a situation where I have to do something where I might be judged or or I might feel like a dick, but I'm already in the situation where I have to commit to it because I have the other fear of letting people down or letting myself down, then I sort of thought I'm in a situation where I have to do it. And it's, I guess, more exciting, but but, uh, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. Um, So yeah, if anyone can help with that, this fear thing, uh, and I'm... I'm trying to work on something, but this thought just keeps getting in the way when I get down to doing the work on, you know, writing some comedy or coming up with a, a joke or a song or whatever that I, is I'm doing or like today, the ideas for the podcast. I don't know. I sat down and I was like, I don't know what people want to hear. Are people even listening? I had, had it about this, but because of the commitment for this, I guess it it, it forces me into doing it. Um but hey, I don't know. Anyway, so I'm scared. There you go. I did have a sort of, I guess, one kind of positive experience this week. Or, well, I had loads of positive, positive, positive. I had loads of positive experiences this week. I guess with, um, you know, yeah, we have positive experiences every day. But I, oh, I watched some great stuff on on um, now TV and Netflix and shit as well. Atlanta is amazing. I know I'm a bit behind with that, but like, it is really, really good. The night of we watched is uh, is really good as well. 
Riz Ahmed is awesome. They're all awesome. It's a little bit slow, I thought, maybe at times, but it is quite gripping. And yeah, did the job. And I watched it, me and Kai watched it within a matter of days. And uh, yeah, that was a good show. That was inspiring. What else happened? Oh, yeah. And then the positive thing I was thinking of was um, that I got like a last minute audition. And so you guys, I was, t- <laughs> so last week on Wednesday when I did the podcast about, this is quite funny or I think it's quite sort of dark, it's maybe a bit dark, but funny, um, where I had the, you know, last week I was I was like, yes, got to, got to really embrace these resting jobs and really, you know, just apply a positive attitude to it and it's all fine and look at it as something that's helping you and, you know, these these the the people who, who are there have given me an opportunity and they want to help me as well and they know that I'm an actor and, like, they, they've given me this job based on that and, you know, so I should use it, treat it as a positive thing. And then the next day I went into work and I was feeling great. I was like, here we go. Maybe I even took a picture in the morning um, on Twitter and, and put it on Twitter. And then I, I went into work and I was in the warehouse, moved, shifting boxes before anyone else had got there. I was like, yeah, I'm just doing this thing and this is helping me get through it. And then some phone call happened in the next room, like the, the office of the place. And there was a slam down and it, there was like a scream. And I was like, what the fuck? And I, I ran out into the... Uh, into the office next to the warehouse and my boss was like breaking down and turns out she ain't a massive fan of uh of the jobs that we have to do in life either <laughs> well i just thought it was funny because i was trying to have this whole massive positive attitude and uh and she's the boss of the whole thing and even she don't want to be there so i but i think i managed to perk her up with my positivity you know so that was a good experience um and and for the rest of that week, um, I, I applied my positive attitude and, and had a good time. Um, and also, in a situation where I would normally get freaked out and kind of scared, because th- this is part of the reason I, I struggle with, with like the jobs and you know agent and uh, sorry, not agent, like acting and stuff, and having like a, a job where you've actually committed to days, and then it's like almost I, I used to sort of it used to happen to me. I swear, some sort of karma, like on purpose, where I'd think, I know if I commit to these days work I guaranteed I'll get an audition on one of these days and I used to like either I used to like hold back from booking days work and then obviously nothing would come through and and but or then I'd book it and my agent would call and be like oh you got this thing and I'd be like can you move it and 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 so anyway I was at work on Wednesday and I got this call said you got an audition um Oh no, it was on Thursday, and she was like, "You got you got an audition on Friday for this, just a commercial, um, but it's like a rerun or whatever. They didn't find the right person, and and if you get it, you'll be flying out to Poland on Monday." Um, so I was like, "Fuck, okay, that's cool." And I sh- I was supposed to be working all day the next day, and normally what I would do is would be like, "Oh, can you can we change it? Can they change it?" Or like, you know, but and I'd panic about it and I'd feel shit about it. And then I'd dwell on it for the rest of the day and be like, how am I going to get out of work tomorrow? Or, or um, should I get out of this audition or whatever? And for some reason, I was just like, yeah, cool. No worries. Put the phone down. And I was like, I know. I don't know how I did this, but it, it you know, and it's not very complicated at all. So, but the, the, you know, I was just like, if I stay here a couple of hours extra tonight and get a load of this shit done, and you can't do this in every job, of course, but, you know, I think the positive attitude was there and rather than going fuck 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 and panicking my brain went okay what about if we do this that and this and that clears up that and then you can go there tomorrow and do it all and I was like 
it, it like, I shocked myself. But I, I came up with this whole plan. And I was like, if I work two extra, if I work a couple of extra hours tonight when everyone else is gone and I just, there's a list of stuff that I've got to do tomorrow, I get as through as much of that list as I can in a couple of hours, then I'll be able to leave early from work tomorrow, which gives me enough time to get home, get changed, go to my audition. And then I was going to the theater that night as well, saw Half Breed at the Soho Theater. I don't know if it's still on, but if it is, go and see it because it was really good. Uh, Natasha Wilson, I believe she's called, who wrote it and is stars in it or, or uh, you know, is in it. Stars, sounds weird. But yeah, she stars in it. It's her show. Um, it's called Half Breed. It's about being mixed raced in... Uh, well, it's about being... I, I guess it's... Yeah, it is about being mixed race um, in growing up in a in a place like not dissimilar to where I'm from and the accent was, was that, that, that sort of um, portrayed the people from this village that she was living in was uh, very close to my native accent and so I was uh I was like oh shit but it's a really good show um and you know the difficulties that she had growing up somewhere like that and and also wanted to escape and but wanted to have the friends and uh, just the whole sort of mess of of how fucked up we can be as people um so that was fun no it was good it was really good um but I managed to get it all done and I went in when I went in the next day I was like look I stayed an extra couple of hours last night I got half of this stuff done um if I get all this shit done in the morning then is it cool if I leave early go to my audition they were like oh you did all that last night yeah great of course so they let me go I went home got showered got changed went to my audition went in there did that that was all good came out went to the theater amazing had a good night came back Missed a call from my agent at 11 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. And I was like, oh, shit, the advert. Because um, they'd be flying out on the Monday. And my agent left a message and she was like, call me back. But I'm like riding a horse or something right now. So call me back at 3 o'clock. So I had to kind of wait around and be like, oh, fuck. Well, not wait around, but, you know, sort of fret about what it was. I, I felt like I knew what it was, but I didn't want to jinx it, you know. And um, so anyway, eventually... I call her back and she's like, yeah, um, you, there, there's just this one day of availability that, that sort of conflicts. You, can you get out of it? Whatever. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll get out of it. It's fine. Um, and then I had the old thoughts of, uh, you know, when I first, when you first start auditioning for adverts and you get a recall or something or you get penciled or you get heavy penciled, which is what she was calling me to say. Um, and then you you go back to the the original breakdown and the email and you go what what's the fee on this again and you look at the money and you're like oh man that's not bad that could get me back out of trouble i, I could be sorted and then i'm going to buy this and then i'm going to do that and i'm going to be a, i'm, I'm going to be rich <laughs> and uh and then you spend a load of money in your head and you think everything is sorted and uh and then you get a text on Sunday going, sorry, not you. And so my point was that, first of all, the positive attitude at work helped in that, you know, I wasn't fretting and then I was relaxed when I went to that audition because I wasn't rushing and I'd organized my time around that quite well. And then when I found out that I didn't get that, uh, didn't get the advert, because, you know, you're getting called on a Saturday and shit, it's like, oh, I've got this. And they were just calling to check you know, if if this one date could be gotten out of, and I was like, yeah, it can be gotten out of, that's fine. Uh, so in, in your head, in my head, I was like, I've got this. 
I'm back in the game. I'm going to Poland. Get me on that plane. And, uh, and yeah, and then on Sunday I got the little message. It was like, oh no, they gave it to the other guy. It was between you and one other dude and they gave it to him. Oh shit, the buzzer just rang. It wasn't for me. This is how good this microphone is. That was next door's buzzer. Can't remember what I was saying though. Oh yeah, I was saying congratulations other dude. Um, so yeah, didn't get it. And normally, and also, I mean, that's a bummer because you've obviously just spent however much money you've made, you think you've made in your head um, and gotten yourself out of trouble and you're like, oh, life's all good. There's no worries. Let's, I'm going to take us all out for dinner tonight, as in like me and Kai. And, um, and then you're like, oh, fuck. And back in the day, when I, when, you, when I first started auditioning for adverts and stuff, I would do that all the time. And then when I didn't get it, after like a heavy pencil, I was like, there's pencil, heavy pencil. If you're not getting it after a heavy pencil, what the fuck? And it would, I would crash. And I'd be like, I'm in so much debt. I spent so much of that money. I mean, obviously this is all in my head. Um, but, and then I'd just be deeply, deeply sad over money. Come on, Lewis. You're better than that. And when I got this text on Sunday, I get to the point, I'm waffling, I'm waffling, I know I am. Um, but when I get that text, I was like, oh, fuck, I didn't get it. I was supposed to be going to Poland tomorrow. Now what, what am I going to do in my week now? And it, and then someone, and then Kai was like, oh, shit, that sucks, I'm sorry. And I was like, it's cool. And then we had a cup of coffee in the garden and we were talking about something else and I completely forgot about it until I saw Kai's sister last night and she was like, are you going to Poland tomorrow? And I was like, oh, fuck, no, thanks for reminding me. But I'd forgotten about it all day and it didn't bother me. And I know this sounds like a small thing and as I've said it now out loud, I'm like, I made a massive build up to this and it's just the fact that it didn't, it, it, I mean, it bothered me for a minute and I was like, oh, fuck, because obviously I didn't get a job and I was pissed. But for like, you know, maybe 10 minutes, I was like, oh, fuck, that sucks. But then I was like, okay, well, I can do this next week now, and I can do that, and I know I can meet this person, and I know I can work those days, and I'm not going to get in trouble for cancelling those days. But I wasn't even thinking like that. I was just like, okay, next one. And I think that, for me, is a really big turning point and a lovely little lesson. Um. So, yeah, that's, I guess, maybe what I'm saying. They, they said... We, I remember getting told something at drama school. I think Jodie Whittaker came in to talk to um, the year above us. And she was saying, so, so I'm totally stealing this piece of advice that I was told was said by her. And I don't even know if that's true. But if it was, um, I mean, who cares if it was or not? It's a good piece of advice. When you, uh, Although it doesn't really apply to this because as I was about to say it then, I was like, shit, that's a completely different thing. The fucking buzzer, man. God damn it. Uh, not for me again someone's fucking with me because they know i'm doing my podcast um i'm not going again i'm not expecting anyone doesn't matter um so yeah she was saying apparently that she gives herself the train journey home the tube journey or whatever however you get home from an audition she gives herself that time to dwell on it because let's be honest we all like to dwell on it a little bit and indulge in that sort of fear and anxiety and sadness. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. Um, no, I'm sure we all do that. 
you know so give yourself that train journey home to be like fuck I didn't do that right I said that word wrong they're gonna hate me they hate me and then when you get off the train at the other end easier said than done of course but try when you get off the train at the other end at the other end just go fuck it next if I get it if I get it if I if I <laughs> if I get it I get it if I don't I don't and um so again that really applies to auditioning but I guess you can apply it to this as well whereby I got that text on the Sunday saying sorry they gave it to the other dude give yourself I don't know a cigarette or I mean not if you don't smoke obviously but think about it for five ten minutes really let it eat you up get pissed off and then when you put that fag out or finish that cup of coffee or finish that packet of hobnobs or I don't know uh go for a run once you get back and that's all done sit down and go right what's next and uh there's a really long-winded way of giving you a very basic piece of advice that wasn't even mine um so enjoy that and make use of it and start smoking <sighs> but i didn't even do that i didn't have to do that you know i um i yeah like i thought about it for a minute and then I had something else to think about. So if you've got something else, if you, like, I guess, yeah, if you've got something else to think about, me and Kai had to do some work on the right on what we're, you know, putting together. And so I got over it pretty quickly. And then we went to see Yerma at the uh, cinema, NT Encore, like NT Live Encore, something like that. Um, sound was fucking terrible, but other than that, it was really good. Um, didn't, this controversial maybe didn't get the didn't get the hype like i remember when it first came out and people were pissing their pants about it um i didn't get that i didn't piss my pants but maybe that's because it was in the cinema i don't know um everyone in it was fucking awesome don't get me wrong but um yeah and it wasn't helped by the shitty sound quality in the cinema that we were in um but you know it was good why am I talking about Yerma now? I don't know. Um, oh, but look, that's half an hour. Job done. See you later. See you next week. Just kidding. Well, no, I'm not kidding. Um, but yeah, so I guess some helpful advice for there. Oh, and please, guys, so to recap, I'm scared. I'm a scared little boy and I need your help. So if anyone out there has got any advice about this age thing or, um, you know, starting something at a later time in life, I guess the I guess the only advice is to just fucking do it, Nike, um, get on with it, crack on. But if you've got any other advice, any uh, any cheat ways, any quick ways, because that's what we're all looking for, isn't it? Um, then let me know, and we can share that knowledge with the uh, the acting inspired family that I've just decided you all are. Um, yeah, and, uh, what else did I talk about? The audition, and, uh, oh yeah, the work, that was fun, and, um, yeah, and I guess being a, being a yes man was good for me this week, and I'm not always a yes man, sometimes I do, sometimes I am a yes man out of fear, sometimes I'm not, and being a yes man this week and just going, I'll deal with this, I can deal with this. I guess I'm growing up a little bit. I feel like I've said that before on the podcast as well. But um, yeah, so it's been a good week. I've had a 
you know, a couple ups and downs as we always do. But I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. I'm still recording this weird podcast. And uh, hopefully you guys are still listening. Um, although my completion rate on my stats uh, is not great. Um, so you're probably not hearing this bit. Only the dedicated fans are. Fans. <laughs> the uh, the dedicated acting inspired fans. Anyway, I'm going. I love you all. Thank you so much. Um, oh, yeah. Friday night. This Friday coming. Seven Dials Club. Um, I'm not sure what the date is of that. If it's the 25th today, and that's Monday, the 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th. So Friday the 29th of um, whatever month it is, September, at the Seven Dials Club, 42 Earlham Street, Covent Garden, London, WC2H9LA. Um, will be the will be Jimmy's night, Jimmy's comedy night, and a few people you know. Uh, a regular acting-inspired guest will be performing, and um, she will be fantastic, I'm sure. Come down and see her, and uh, and also uh, uh, a a ex guest, a a acting-inspired alumni thing person man will be hosting the whole event, Mr. Daniel Y. And that will be fantastic, I'm sure, because he is fucking hilarious. Jimmy will be doing a set, I believe, and he's a funny dude too. Um, and I'll be there. And um, yeah, come down, talk, let's have fun. I love you all. Thank you so much for supporting. Big, massive love. Like, um, subscribe, um, tell your friends. Um, I love you. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Twas like gay and easy, whatever may come. Take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you.